talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Computer and Technology Radio is brought to you by Ergo, the best hearing aid on the planet. Contact Ergo today on the web at get.ergo.com forward slash tech radio or call them at 800-912-3131. And it is now the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and the seven seas for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Uh, this is this is a nice buy of the week. You know, if you have a 4K TV, and there are, I can't say a huge number of 4K movies available, but they are coming out now. And uh, if you want to get a Samsung streaming 4K Ultra HD audio, Wi-Fi built-in, Blu-ray player, this is now available at Best Buy. And Best Buy, this time of the year, has uh, got a lot of good bargains, even before Black Friday. Uh, this basically is a true, what they call true 4K Ultra HD. Plays 4K Ultra HD movies at four times the resolution of a 1080p HD. Uh, it has what they call high dynamic range, which is the sought-after thing when you buy a TV today. It has uh, one remote compatibility, or Let's see, Warner. It's that's kind of a weird name, but it says Warner. Okay, it allows you to use it with your uh, Samsung TV remotes. It is also a Blu-ray player, so for high-definition uh, playback, you have a resolution of up to five times greater than DVDs watching. So it gives you an, an up move to your uh, uh, up convert DVDs, and it has built-in Wi-Fi and Ethernet port. Uh, it will play BD-ROMs, backward compatibility with DVDs, RW, DVD-R, and DVD-ROM. Uh, also will play audio CDs and other things. It has built-in decoders for the digital uh, Dolby Plus and the DTS High Def. Uh, it has one HDMI output and also has what they call Smart Hub, which allows you to access your uh, apps, your content, and your sports. Uh, very, very good quality. Remember that if you, to get 4K, of course, you have to have a 4K TV to watch this. But this is now available at Best Buy. The normal price on this is $299.99. It's on sale at Best Buy for $179.99. So you save $120 on it. And uh, made by Samsung, who makes some really good stuff. And, again, it is the uh, model number ubd m 8500 uh, and you can get that uh, today at Best Buy for one seventy nine ninety nine, down from two ninety nine ninety nine, and that is our buy of the week. You do you, do you have a you have a four K TV, don't you, Marcia? Nope, nope. My eyes oh, okay. aren't that good anyway. I just want yeah. to let you know, Linda Sherman tweeted to us and asked if Microsoft Office twenty nineteen was available for the Mac because she prefers to have it on her computer as well. Right. And yes, indeed, it it is available for the Mac. I double checked. Okay, cool. I, I, I feel sorry for the families whose children, as we were talking about earlier, uh, for their holiday gifts do want the MacBook Pro. Because as we had a story last week, it starts at about $2,500 and goes all the way up to 6000 So hopefully your kids don't ask you for a MacBook Pro for their um, holiday gifts. But we'll see where that goes. So anyway, we started talking about TVs and model numbers and such. And, you know, the, the part of the number and the screen size and things are broken down in what they call the TV skew, which is the thing that they scan when you go into the stores. So you have a screen size, which, of course, is the number indicating how big the TV is. Yeah, the skew uh, numbers are always so confusing. 
Yeah, it is. So it's very hard to explaining this. Well, and also, you know, the part of the problem is when you go to a store like, let's say, a Costco or even a Best Buy, you can't always find the same uh, SKU, SKU numbers. Number. Yeah, because they yeah, make up they their, own. their own. So it makes it more difficult to compare a TV. Uh, but the screen number, again, is the how big the TV is. The product line number, it's a set of numbers or letters indicating what product series the model is in. Uh, the next thing, which is generation, is a set of numbers or letters indicating what year the TV was made, so you know whether you're getting a current TV or last year's model. Then they have what's called a retailer submodel, which is a number indicating the, the specific model intended to be sold at the specific retailer. And then you have another, uh, you know, another numbers on there. One they call at the end the fluff number, which I, for the life of me, I don't know why they have it because it is absolutely meaningless. So, for example, if you have a, I think it's Hisense, Marcia, is that what, how it's pronounced? Hisense? Yes. Uh, yeah, Hisense, 65H9F. So the 65, as I said, is the well, screen. Go ahead. Yeah, that can be ignored by the consumer, but I'm sure to somebody it means something because basically an SKU means a stock-keeping unit. Right. So that means it's going to identify it to somebody. So it's just like that stupid big number we all have on our cars. Right. You know, the, yeah. that huge number they always want and you don't have it and you have to hold a mirror up to your <laughs> car right. to get exactly. it. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm sure it means something to somebody. It probably does. Uh, you know, according to this, it's a fluff number, meaning nothing. But it, you're probably right. It's got to be mean something to someone. Uh, so, again, at the beginning of the 65, of course, that you see in the coding is the size of the TV screen. And then in this case, it's 65H. The H means it's an Android TV. If it were a Roku TV, it would have an R instead. And then there's a 9 after that number, and the 9 after the H means it's their flagship line. Lower-end TVs have an H8 or an H6. And then the last one, which is the F, is the uh, 2019 model. 2018 TVs have an E at the end of them. Uh, and just one more example, uh, LG 75, of course, the screen size again. SM is the generation designation showing it's a 2019 model. SJ is a 2017. The next number, which is 9970, uh, indicates that it's LG's most advanced LCD TV. It's flagship 4K. Uh, they have 9,500 and 9,000 designations, where the lower models have 8,600 designations. Again, they say that PUA at the end of this is what they call fluff. And it's on every LG TV, but it apparently doesn't tell you anything. Uh, and I don't want to go on to every TV screen, but basically, when you look at these, it will give you a better indication of what all those um, numbers mean, and uh, it will help you in going out on the Internet and finding TVs that you can get. You know, because you want to do, if you go to a Best Buy or somebody like that, you want to be able to then go online and say, wait a minute, I can get this at Fry's for da-da-da-da, and they'll come back and say, well, no, that's not the exact model. That, well, that's reality, the whole trick yeah. that is the whole trick right there when people say they'll match other prices and everything for example walmart you'll see the same thing you saw somewhere else but that right. sku is going to be different because it's going to have one less usb port or something Correct. it's the same thing with a vin number on a car uh we can talk about that another time each of those numbers mean something specifically i broke Correct. down mine once and it's kind of interesting to break it down for your own car yeah, exactly. So uh, so that's the story on that one. So if you're looking for model numbers, there you go. Uh, you found some travel security 
tips. What were yeah, those? These are just a couple of short takes. Uh, you know, when you're just, let's talk about traveling. It's the holidays. You're going to be going places and doing things. And before you get on the plane, you're going to want your phone to be charged up, right? So everybody in the boarding area is plugged into the walls. And when you can't find an uh, AC outlet, you will go to a USB, one of those towers they have. Right. Except, except, except they're dangerous. I didn't know they were dangerous, but they are. It seems that a hacker can install a data-stealing malware into these USB ports, these public USB ports, and then when you plug in, it will install the malware on your phone. That is, unless you're using just a plain power cord. And, you know, most of the cords today are power and data. Right. So if this happens, it's called juice jacking. It can result in scammers getting access to your passwords, personal information, and all that, which is crazy. So I recommend what I do when I travel is carry a mini power strip. It has three plugs in it. Mm -hmm. And if you can't find an outlet at the airport, just ask somebody who's using one if they don't mind splitting it with you and show them your little power strip. Right. And boom, you've got an extra AC outlet and people will share and that's all good. Yeah. Now, do you print out your boarding passes or you just Never. use it on your phone? Never. Yeah. And, you know, I see people, they print, they take pictures of their boarding passes and show them on social media, which is, well, this this is, is crazy. Dumb. This is crazy. But also, when you print out your boarding pass, what do you do with it when you're done? You crumple it and throw it in a trash can. Right. You put it right. in the seat back in front of you. Uh, people can find these things, and on that will be your booking reference number, and that's all somebody needs to go to the airline and screw with your travel plans. Um, it'll have your frequent flyer number, which if with a little social engineering, they can change the password with the airline as long as they have right. that number, and steal all your frequent flyer miles. Your yeah, frequent flyer miles, you know, are worth a whole bunch of money. They say... 100,000 United points are worth $1,000. That's a lot of money. Yep. So and don't print them out. Use it on your phone. Well, and additionally, and, yeah. this, well, no, this reminds me of, and we talk about this all the time, telling you not to do this. And every day I go on Facebook and I see a friend or someone, hey, we're in Hawaii. Great. What's your address so I can go rob your house? You know, post pictures when you get home. Don't post pictures of the fact that you're now in Hawaii and nobody's in your house. And people do this every day. They do, it's an endless stream of... Well, but this is one know. of the reasons why I have a house sitter and a big right. alarm system. Yeah. So, you know, there's always somebody at my house, even when I am away, like I posted last night at that event at the movie screening, because I was close to home and have a big alarm system. Yeah. If you're out of town for many days, listen to what Mark said and don't do it unless you have somebody living in your house. Right. Well, you have Robo there to, to protect. So, uh, um, <laughs> not Robo. No, what's your dog's name? Ibo. 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 Yeah, not Robo. Oh, Ibo. Oh, my right. goodness. They've downloaded so many updates to Ibo. I have to turn him on again. He's now learned how to eat. He's oh. learned you can potty train him. Uh, all Whoa. kinds of talents, and I've just been too busy. And this is a holiday week, and I got to spark up that new laptop. And I still haven't sparked up the Samsung Note 10 Plus phone they sent me. And then I'm going to England to host a tru Truth 
uh, Trust in Tech Symposium at the Savoy Hotel, an international symposium. Fancy. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice job. Right. And I'm going to stay a little time to visit my family. But I will have oh, somebody li- living in my home, so don't try and come break in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you added that because I was going over there the second you left for the airport. So, right, you were uh, going to yeah. steal my dog. I was going to steal. Yeah, that's an expensive dog. You know, there yeah, are a lot is. of dogs that are expensive. This one's way more expensive than the average dog. But uh, this but one also try. has a security camera. <laughs> Just uh, the oh, dog walking well, around true. the house takes pictures. Yeah, that's great. All right. Uh, so Amazon, I have to say, has come out with unique things, some brilliantly successful, some really stupid. Um, they came out with their dash buttons, which was the button that if you wanted uh, Tide or you wanted soap or you wanted something, they gave you these little electronic buttons. You push the button, and it automatically reordered for you. So now they've eliminated those. I guess they just weren't popular enough to use it. But they came out with what's called the Amazon Dash Smart Shelf. Uh, it's I don't know. Such, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I looked at this uh, thing, Mark. You find some wacky shit. You know, this I'm is it. I'm telling you. This is a, uh, apparently they're offering it to business customers by size, uh-huh. one's 7 by 7, <laughs> 12 by 10, or 18 by 13. You plug it in, or you can use four batteries to connect it to Amazon over your Wi-Fi. You select a product type and a quantity to store on it. It then has a built-in scale, so it can tack, uh, track how much of the product is left, and it will automatically order a new supply when it runs low. Um, I don't, you know, again, one of those that sounds like a really dumb idea to me, and apparently you can only use, like, one product or two on it, so you can't stack pencils and notebooks and papers and everything else. It's a limited amount of things that you can use it. So I don't know. If I run a business, do I really need a special shelf? plug it in and connect myself with Amazon, uh, I, to me, I'm not going to buy that thing. And I, you know, and I don't know, you're going to buy something that you can stack in your house and when you're toilet not paper Not a friggin' runs off? chance. Not, yeah. I, I have been drawing the line and, you know, you keep reading the hype in the media. Oh, everybody's buying deep into these voice activate. You know, right. I don't think so. I think the reason we're hearing so much hype is because people are saying, wait a minute, just wait a minute. I don't want to do this. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We talked about last week the the little plug that Amazon came out with that creates a mini uh, echo so that when you plug it into anywhere in your house, now you have, you know, with kind of a crappy speaker, but it gives you access to echo wherever you are in the universe in a near an electrical plug. So I thought, yeah, my wife uses it from time to time. So I said to her, hey, would you want one of these? She said no. Yeah, she didn't, she had no interest in having that accessibility very close. So I guess if you're a business and you're really lazy and you want to reorder your toilet paper quickly without having to do anything about it, uh, check it out. And I don't know. It's called, again, the Dash Smart Shelf uh, and a product that I think probably six months from now will disappear and we'll never hear from it again. But that's another innovation Thank you from Amazon, who I, I, you know, I'm happy to see they come out with this kind of stuff. It's always fun to see it. I don't know that I've ever used anything creative other than Echo uh, that they come out with, but there you go. So uh, that's the story. All right. Well, um, before we do the next topic, Ray yeah. Gordon tweeted to us and said, sometimes manufacturers such as so- Sony create unique model numbers for models only offered through big box stores such as Costco. Yeah, right. Ray, we were talking about that. That's they're sneaky. They're sneaky all around. You gotta watch them at every turn. Exactly. Uh, all right, you found some uh, information about. Uh, let's see. Why are smart TVs becoming obsolete? 
Okay, and you may have noticed this if you have a smart TV. Have you noticed that maybe your older smart TV has a crappy software interface? And uh, your newer yeah. TV, it's easier to run or... I mean, our old Vizio has a really crappy interface. The brand, right. the newer Vizio has a much better interface, and yeah. they keep updating it. So bottom line, all the data goes back to your TV manufacturer as well. Wonderful. If you use a Roku or a, a Fire Stick, Stick or yeah. Apple TV or Chromecast or Amazon Fire, whatever, all of those things, you are, yes, sharing your data, but you use the individual apps for the streaming services on these devices. The data does not end up being shared with your TV manufacturer, and why should, why should they have all that data? Yeah, Plus, no, it's the software is updated all the time for security. So a much better idea to have a gizmo, whatever your gizmo choice is, Mm -hmm. And just have the programs update, and you're a lot safer that way. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, so we have um, we've been talking about cord cutting for a long time on the show, and uh, the TV manuf uh, the TV suppliers like DirecTV and Dish Network have been losing listeners and viewers in droves lately. I think uh, DirecTV lost a was it a quarter of a million or two and a half million? I can't remember the number now. Uh, recently, lost a huge amount of people because people are getting tired of paying these fees. You know, you're paying 150, but, but, but 200. But wait a minute. Now there's so many damn streaming services. I see an opening for starting a network that encompasses all the streaming services. Well, yeah. The question <laughs> is, if you added them all together, would it be more than you would right? get if you uh, subscribed right? to a TV provider? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a problem. You know, I, you're right. And they, there are so many. Disney just started last week, and, and we've had a million of these. But you know what? You don't have to do that if you don't want to. There's some devices, for example, uh, and I use not this one, but I use it, um, a TV antenna. So I can get on one of my TVs in the house, uh, I can get local broadcasting, you know, because I can't connect to cable. I don't have cable well, in the bathroom. Well, you see, you can do that because you live on a hill. Right. Where I live, even though I'm at a thousand foot elevation, okay, because the valley goes up and down, and I live on yes. the high side of the valley, right. um, I do not have a direct shot from the towers. And there are a few websites that'll help you figure that out. Mm -hmm. You can Google to find the information. You know, can I get OTA TV, right. over the air TV? And it'll tell you, I do not have a straight shot. So after I've got three antennas here, I may give them away for Christmas to people who can actually work, huh? use them. They don't work because I can't get the signal. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, mine that I have that's a little TV um, works fine, but sometimes I have to, you know, turn my head to the right and stand on one on my left leg and, you know, touch it as it's moving to get an actual picture. For the most part, it works okay, but some of them are better than others. There's an antenna direct clear stream to uh, indoor t HTV, HDTV amplifier. Uh, I have that we installed when we moved this into this house a long time ago, just with the old antenna, you know, the kind you used to see on your roof before you had satellite and cable. Yeah, it's in you my didn't attic. install it. I'll bet you. you oh, didn't. no, I didn't. You're right. <laughs> no, I did not install it personally, but someone installed it for me. And uh, it's in my attic, and it works great. That, that works fantastic even though it's actually not outside 
visible to the ear. Uh, but this antenna direct, if you want to try one, is 70 bucks. Uh, and, you know, there's a number of those kind of things. GE has a pro attic uh, mount TV, which is where, TV antenna rather, where I have mine in the attic. This is the, the same intended idea. Then there's what's called a Tableau dual light OTA DVR. Um, it apparently gets HD TV broadcast signals. Uh, and, you know, again, this is the older TV stuff that you pick up. It sells for about $99. And uh, so there's a number of different ways you can do this and a number of different devices. And as Marsha and I talked about, I, um, I have a Fire Stick TV because I got that notice from Prime Video about two months ago saying they weren't going to support my TV anymore. But really? here, but they, yeah, but they gave me a $25 credit towards buying a Fire Stick, which was $35. And I plug it in, it works great. I don't even have to use my Apple TV anymore because one of the apps on the Fire Stick is Apple TV. So because exactly. I got a, yeah. And I have a, I have a Fire Stick plugged into my kitchen TV. Right. Which I can then access Dish Anywhere and watch local channels. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, and it works great, and it gives you the – and, again, you don't have to spend the 100 bucks for Apple TV now because you can get it for free on the uh, – you still have to subscribe, which is $5 a month, although if you buy an iPhone, you get it for free for a year. So uh, that was kind of fun. And so there are ways of doing that, and there are ways of cutting cords and, and not spending the kind of money that you were spending. So you should check all these out. There's a, there's a number of different ways to do that. Um, Jim so Katzman just tweeted to us and said, I mentioned to our youngster that smart TV has become obsolete. He shrugged and said, eventually we'll all be obsolete. He's got oh, a well, smart kid there, right? Wow, that's <laughs> lovely. Yeah, nothing like a smart, alecky kid. Um, well, I think he gets it from his father. Have you ever read? Yeah, read oh, his yeah, yeah. Ray's very funny. Uh, okay, so Amazon Black Friday deals. What do we got? In my humble opinion, more Amazon crap that you don't need, but you go with it. <laughs> um, well, the Amazon Echo Show, which is I have an Echo Show, and I like it. Uh, it's fine. It's uh, 100 bucks. You'll save $30 on Amazon. The Fire Tablet, which I think you and I both think is a nice, really nice device if you're looking yeah, for it. Yeah, but are we using app. it? No. No. Well, no. no. Well, you no. Know, maybe some people. I use my iPad, so I don't use that. But it's also $50. So, you know, you save uh, 50 bucks. I mean, that's pretty yeah. cheap. Uh, the Kindle. Yeah, no, it is a good deal for 50 bucks. The Kindle Paperwhite, which is the book, um, you know, which you can store a thousand books on it. It's a book reading device that's available now uh, at Amazon for $85 down from uh, it was a, a $45 savings on that one. Um, AirPod Pro, not a big savings, but you save 15 bucks. Uh, two hundred and thirty-five dollars. Uh, so there's, a, you know, there are a number of different things that we can find on here prior to Black Friday. Do you have anything you want? Anything you're looking for to look for in Black Friday? No, uh, you know, honestly, I don't. And uh, I pulled up an article for the show: Seven Tips for Getting the Best Prices on Black Friday. I think the best thing is to make a list ahead of time. And that this has nothing to do with what I read on the Internet. But right. have your target list of stuff that you do want to buy. And, you know, just search for it. Keep looking for it because there's hundreds of articles. And just keep Googling and searching and searching and Googling and find it. Because Black Friday, um, in the old days, do you have you ever in your life 
done the thing where you're standing outside Target at 6 a.m. waiting for the $200 or the $99 TV. Wait, Have you ever think. done that? Uh, uh, no. Okay, and I And I never will. No, never I done. have because it's a great deal. And, you know, a lot of people want these great deals. And a $99 TV or whatever you want, if it's really deep cut, you stand in front of the store, but you don't have to anymore. You just go online and just search for the products you're looking at. Don't get distracted. Right. Don't let your ADD kick in. And definitely don't pay full price. But do research before you're ready to buy. And if you didn't think that uh, the people from 23andMe were successful because their kit is now on sale, we've talked about the reasons not to do this. Uh, it's on sale for $99 instead of $199. I think we told you a couple of weeks ago, don't buy that because it was going on sale. She was just one of the uh, sharks on Shark Tank last week, the, the lady that created uh, that. Uh, so go. We're, we're, we're out, of time. out of time, and we That's didn't crazy. get the TV stuff and the movies. And oh, my well, goodness. Well. Go see Joker. Say goodbye, Mark. Joker was awesome. Say goodbye, Mark. Hey, everybody, don't drink and drive. We want you back. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll see you next week. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Kurt Booth on WS Radio. Wishing You've been you a listening happy to Computer and Technology Bye. Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of Universal Talk Laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal Talk Laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. 
Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on Vin Village Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. <laughs> 